All right, team. Thank you for for jumping on the call today. And today's call is 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 take flight, fly light. And in the first three weeks of our Monday morning pep top take flight series, we spent our time discussing ways to prepare ourselves to get our life and business off the ground. You were encouraged to begin the journaling process of deciding who you want to be and how you want to live. We went on to define what a flight is, and you've started the process of deciding on your first destination. We then went on last week to do a quick audit on the productivity tools needed for the maintenance of your business. And today, we start the process of doing the heavy lifting needed to make drastic changes for you to take flight. So before I continue today, I want you to understand the actual physics behind air flight and how it compares to our process. Now, the physics of flight requires that lift, drag, weight, and thrust happen at the correct time and in the proper amounts. For an airplane to go up in the air, the lift has to be stronger than the force of gravity. Now, lift happens at the wings as air passes over them. Okay, so what happens is airfoils in the wings make the air move over the top of the wings faster than it moves across the bottom of the wings. Now, the faster the air decreases and the air pressure on top of the wings and the air pressure gets higher on the bottom of the wings, this is the basis for air flight principle. Now, this is how lift happens. I want you to listen to this part. The weight of the airplane determines how much lift and thrust it takes to get off the ground. Now, the thrust comes from a plane's jet engines, and it has to be stronger than the force of the drag. Okay. Now, drag happens as the airplane naturally resists moving through the air. So the shape of the airplane helps reduce the drag, which helps it fly faster. So the reason I did that is I just want you to understand that there is one absolutely physics that should be understood as we discuss air flight. And, you know, the part of that description that I want to focus on today is the weight of the airplane determines how much lift and thrust it takes to get off the ground. So in the take flight definition, we'd say the less stagnant negative energy we have in our mind and in our environment is what creates you know, what creates speed. So basically, the less baggage you have, the more altitude and the greater your speed of success, okay? So when you think about traditional real estate coaching and sales training, your expectations might be that you will add a bunch of new processes, lead gen ideas, time management ideas, etc. And that idea is justified, okay? And in Take Flight, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to start ridding your mind, your environment, and your business of what is not working before we ever get into adding new stuff, right? 
So just to use another metaphor, would you fully irrigate or add seeds to a garden before making sure all the weeds are gone? No, of course not. So to take flight, you have to start by weeding and pruning. This is the only way you have a shot of success. Unfortunately, we don't get taught this. We get sold the shiny objects that are just noise and in many cases take our time, take our focus, and take our energy with no results. Without doubt, some of the best success stories I've witnessed have come from when brokers have had to rem- what they've removed from their, from their life and business and what does not work for them or serve them. Okay, so when they've taken stuff out, they've had these major success stories. Here are some areas that I've watched agents make a drastic impact on the productivity and happiness factor in their life and business, right? We all want to be happy and productive. Mindset being number one, they deleted old paradigms around what it means to be successful normally created by a lifetime of programming. I've seen some brokers want to hide their success from family members because their financial position is so much more advanced than how they grew up. I've also seen brokers literally work themselves in the ground to live up to expectations placed placed on them by others and by society. Now, these are real drivers that exist, and no one wants to talk about them but they need to be addressed to live a happy and abundant life. Making lots of money doesn't always mean working yourself into the ground. Many believe in this hustle culture that defines that hard work, you have to work hard, that success has to be painful to be true. Okay. Now, sounds like this could be an idea for for your flight, right? Number two, environment. Team, your physical environment has to be built for success. Show me your closets, your desk, your refrigerator, and your spice rack. And I can tell you how stressed you are on a daily basis. Most of our negative stagnant energy lives in our physical environment. If this is you, it's time to finally take on this project and get it done. Sounds like an idea for a flight. Number three, time. We waste so much time on worthless, unproductive activities. To take flight, you'll need to really live with intention and protect your time. A lot more on this down the road here as we we move through this series. Sounds like a good idea for a flight, though, doesn't it? Four, finances. Get automated. Delete debt. Invest regularly. You make all of the money. You can make all the money in the world, but if it's managed poorly and bad decisions are made, you'll never fully get off the ground. Sounds like an idea for a flight. Relationships. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I'm not saying you have to rid your relationships that are bad, but just make sure that those relationships are not in your top five. Okay. And in some cases, you will need to to, um, get rid of those relationships. 
Okay. You know what I'm talking about. I've got a hint for you though here. Create an accountability group of three to four like-minded, happiness-driven brokers. Discuss your wins and your losses. Support each other. Sounds like an idea for a flight. Six, health and wellness. Many of us battle in this area. The best results come from what we don't do, eat or drink. Sounds like a good idea for a flight. Number seven, business strategies. A lot more on this to come during our series here. My goal for you is to do less with better results. Get rid of what doesn't work, what doesn't have a good ROI, and get really good and consistent at what you're really good at, what your niche is, what you're known for. Do more of that and get rid of the stuff that doesn't work. And we're going to discover ways together on how best to identify where your efforts should be pointed. Okay, did this Take Flight series, series just get completely real for you? Good. My job is not always to tell you what you want to hear. In fact, as I see more success cases or case studies, I'm emboldened to tell you what it's going to take. You know, and sometimes you're not going to want to hear it. As you know, I'm not a therapist, a feng shui organizer, a financial planner, an attorney, or a fitness instructor. So you may need to seek assistance from a team of professionals in those areas that can hold you accountable. It's all money incredibly well spent. What I will tell you, though, is that if you really tackle these seven areas listed above, you will not recognize yourself in a year. And in some cases, the process could take longer. But you will see immediate results. There's so much opportunity for growth if you tackle these areas with consistent effort. Now, you might already be in pretty good shape in one or more of these areas, but may require significant work in two or three others. This is completely normal. In fact, I would like to congratulate you for being human. What I do know is that if you do not address the negative stagnant energy, you at some point will have to make a choice. And that is being okay with working harder to carry that extra, that useless weight in your life and in your business. This in, in time though will create burnout and could lead to health issues and, you know, mental issues, um, mental health issues. I've just seen it happen too many times. You've got to consider that. But that is one of your choices. The other choice is you just fail. You'll never create the lift needed to take flight if you continue to carry this baggage. So I'd like to tell you a story, and I, you may not know this about me, but I, I love history lessons. I'd like to tell you one today, and it's about the Doolittle Raid. And the Doolittle Raid was a military mission 
in World War II led by Lieutenant Colonel James Doolittle. It was a bombing mission on Tokyo as a retaliation on Japan's attack on Pearl Harbor. It was meant more for a, for a psychological impact, okay? Japan didn't think that they could be attacked. And very few people in this raid were actually killed or injured, but the raid, um, but the main challenge for, the, for Doolittle and his crew was that, um, was how they could get their B-25 bombers off of aircraft carriers and have enough fuel to conduct their mission. They realized that if they had any shot for success, they'd have to get the aircraft carriers as close to Tokyo without being detected. And, and they would have to strip their bombers of everything that was not mission critical so they could add additional fuel tanks, which were needed and necessary. The bombers had to be as light as possible to create enough lift to get the bombers off the carriers and fly that long distance, okay? Now their mission was successful, not so much because of what they added to their bombers, but because of what they got rid of off of their bombers. Now the victory prompted Japan to attack Midway Island, which ended in a massive defeat for them, turning the tide of the war towards the allies. Team, part of me would love to just stop this series right now and and have you focus on unloading what is not working for you you can you can truly do more by doing less you just have to be smart about it be aware and take action now throughout this series of monday morning pep talks i will continue to challenge you to work smart but if you can put intention behind these seven areas, you will see results and you, you'll see them fast. Strategically for you, outside of calls number one and number two, this Monday morning pep talk might just be the most important episode of the series. In fact, if you're struggling and you're in a rut, I would challenge you to do the following. Re-listen to this Monday morning pep talk over and over and read the following three books. Essentialism by Greg McKeown. It Takes What It Takes by Trevor Moad and Atomic Habits by James Clear. Focus on those three books and really doing an audit on your life over the next, you know, four months between now and the end of the year until about December 15th. Do that and let me know the results. Got a pretty good idea of what would happen. Team, thank you so much for jumping on this call today. I will uh, make sure to get it posted for you to re-listen. Have an awesome day. Thank you.